what it is is reading the mind of the opponent when you speed up to them. So you'll make your opponent feel like you're reading their mind if you follow this advice that we're about to talk about. What's up, Pickleheads? A little different today. We are together, which is always nice. We don't have to wait for a pause or cut each other off the entire time. So pretty excited to be here together. We're actually up at our family cabin. Been having a blast today. A little bit tired, but here to bring the energy. Um, Wanted to talk a little bit today. Obviously, teach some pickleball. We'll talk about a specific point, which is being ready for the counterattack. But before we do that, in as far as those that follow the pro scene, the pro pickleball scene, we want to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on there. So looks like MLP and PPA have, have parted ways. Uh, I'm sure a lot of podcasts are talking about this. We'll keep it fairly brief. But one point I want to make, it just seems like they're signing everybody. Like everybody gets a contract which is is good for the players. They have something solid and consistent, which they haven't had since since we can say the beginning of pro pickleball. But what do you think about us, the fact that, I mean, they're signing, some of these players are 5-0, some of these players, like, nobody knows, no one's even seen before. Some of these people, you don't have to mention names, you've played against and done well against, and they're signing them left and right. I can think of... uh, you know, some singles players in particular, like Ryan Sherry, no offense, I've seen his doubles game, and it's not that good. It, yeah, he's got a good singles game, but PPA is just signing everyone they can. But anyway, what do you think about it? My question is, what does it mean to be signed? What are they getting other than a signature on a paper to play in the tournaments? Yeah. Are some of these players getting paid like, what, what do you know about it? Because I, I have no idea. No, yeah, I know a lot of the big shots are getting paid. But you some know. people are just straight up getting signed. Some, some six figures and up. I would assume that the smaller ones that we don't know about are getting paid, but but I would assume not, not very much. But, you know, maybe they're paying for their travel. They're paying for, you know, expenses, maybe somewhere to stay when they go to these tournaments, and then they say, we'll give you this stipend per month or amount per year i don't know there's a lot unknown right now but what sucks about it too is some of the good players uh, the majority of good players are playing mlp and then yeah some of the good players including the two best the best male and the best female are playing ppa and it sounds like they're not going to be playing each other so that kind of throws a wrench into things but as far as like who they're signing, I mean that's why you see these fake ones all over the place, like signed, and it shows a picture of a grandpa. Did you see that one? And then it becomes real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they did sign, yeah, they did sign Grandpa John or something <laughs> like that, and he's played four times, <laughs> just picked up a paddle, and um, then they did sign the hype guys, and then PPA literally signed the hype guys four days later. Yeah, <laughs> it's memes of pickleball, right? That was doing yeah. it. Yeah, I mostly. Think so. Yeah, you know who had really good timing was Eric Lang. So he he was working for Head, Head Tennis slash Pickleball, 
for the longest time, and he decided to leave and go full-time pickleball maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah, two months ago. Yeah, he posted that recently, too. The timing was just perfect for yeah. him. And now he's got a contract, you know? And Is now he MLP or PPA? Uh, I think he went MLP also. But, I yeah, mean, anyways, good for them. It's really good for the players. I think it's not great for the viewers because we're not going to see the best competition we can see. But it might be okay with the viewers because we may be seeing more more pickleball. And then we also heard that there's going to be a an off-season, at least for for MLP. So that I guess that brings it one step up as far as a player to, to legitimize the sport. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that'll be interesting. So what's that off-season look like? Is it six months on, six months off? And is that for the MLP and the PPA? I don't know. I, the last I heard was 45 days. So like at the end of the year, you get 40, 45 days off. So basically a month That's and a half nice. off. So what's the point of that, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know. Just to give the players a break. just To, to relax or to train? Yeah. No, yeah, just okay. to, to relax. I mean, I, that'll be during holidays or whatever. They what do you think? Do you think do they that need that? that? Uh, it sounds like it from their reactions, like they prefer not to be traveling every second. But I don't know. What's 45 days going to do, though? Yeah. I don't feel good, and then you get in two months into the season. And then I heard recently, too, it's, you know, a lot of these people are signing three-year contracts with MLP. Freak. But I don't know. They're all thinking that maybe this will change again next year and maybe, you know, things will work out and they come back together and then the best can play with the best. Maybe they have to do this for a year in order to do it or whatever. But, I mean, congrats to all the players. That's good for them. I know a lot of them have been grinding, not making any money. At least they'll be able to make something and have yeah. their expenses paid for. But it's just so weird, and I don't know. We'll we'll just have to wait and see like like everybody else. And, and it seems like nobody has inside information as to what's going to happen. Like, we don't know if there's going to be a redraft for MLP. We don't know if, you know, if it was a wash and that's going to start over or if they're saying, okay, for the rest of the year, everything continues as is. So they definitely got beef, PPA and MLP, for sure. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what, what ends up happening. Oh, yeah, so yeah. while yeah. we've been up here, actually, we we did this thing. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard the song, Bring wait, yeah, bring, bring Sally, Sally up. up, Bring Sally Down. And then it keeps saying that, like, a hundred times. So we did a push-up contest, and every time that it says, Bring Sally Up, you go up, and every time it says, Bring Sally Down, you go down. No rest. And no no rest, but it's the down that hurts because you sit in that down position because the song will pause in the down position. Holy cow, it's ridiculous. So we all did it together to, uh, today, and Spencer busted through it. It's like three minutes, and how long? It's three minutes, 25 seconds. Not quite 30 seconds. But, yeah, Spencer make, made it through it, no problem. Everybody else was, like, getting destroyed. I thought I'd make it through it because I'm a relatively athletic man, and I feel very confident in my abilities to be able to it's tough. push some push-ups in. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I had it. The funniest thing was is, like, I didn't, I didn't want to give up, right? But <laughs> Sally wasn't going up when I went down. <laughs> so I made it, like, a minute 50 in, and the arms are shaking. And it's Sally down, and then the p- song goes on without saying Sally up or Sally down for, like, what, 10 seconds probably? <laughs> At it least feels, it feels that way. Yeah. It feels that way. 
<laughs> and then you're just stuck down here. And I'm trying to push once he says Sally up, whatever it is. <laughs> Bring Sally up again. Bring Sally up. I could see you were trying to push. I'm trying to push. Literally no movement. I'm going the opposite direction. I'm going down. It's crazy. So, like, I was proud of myself that I didn't give up exactly, but also disappointed at the fact that literally my muscles could not push me back up again. <laughs> You'll probably it get fun. it the next time. It's fun stuff. Yeah, it's a fun one. If anyone wants to try it, that can definitely I am I'm always a proponent of improving your pickleball game through fitness and exercise. And that's one way to do it. So just look it up on YouTube, the Bring Sally Up song. Every time she look says it. says up, push up, every time down, down. Uh, our dad did it with us too this afternoon and he was super confident that he was going to get it. <laughs> um, but he wouldn't bet me, which was surprising. He'll only bet me if he, if he knows he he's really going to <laughs> But he, uh, for being, for being 62, 62 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He's 62 for being 62 years old, uh, with, He's had a ton of heart problems and currently has a pacemaker. And he made it past the minute 30 mark. <laughs> as soon as I noticed, <laughs> as soon as I saw, I thought he was going to do it. And I was like, oh, crap, <laughs> he's going to prove me wrong. <laughs> but about the minute 20-ish mark, his butt went way up in the air like <laughs> he, like a downward dog. He's just going to hold it there, you know. And then he did one more push-up and then he was just gassed. So what's anyway. really good about the exercise is that I know we keep going on about it, but what's good about it is you have to go all the way up and you have to go all the way down. Yeah. It's not like you could cheat a push up right. because it's not just quick ones. It's you're going up, holding down, holding. Yeah. It's tough. But what I was going to say is look at Tyson McGuffin for an example, who has really started to take his fitness seriously the last year, literally the last year. And got a trainer, got a trainer, got his first triple crown, got, He's beat Ben in singles once this year, which he hadn't beat him since 2019. And he's been winning tournaments with Catherine, winning tournaments with, um, what was the guy's Brent, James Ignatowicz. Brendan Long. <coughs> and Brendan Long. Brendan yeah, Long. Gold with both of them in men's. And yeah, yeah, a ton of that has to do with his fitness. Yeah, and that's what he says, his trainer and yeah, taking his fitness seriously, which is really cool. Anyways, so moving on, talking about countering. One more point to that. Yeah. So think about Rafa Hewitt on the pro scene. I'm just I'm gonna call him out. Whatever. Say what you want to say. <laughs> so he's a he's a baller. He can obviously play pickleball. I mean, you mentioned to me just a, a no name that he played. So let me start the story over. A no name, uh, someone that hasn't been playing on the pro scene, went and played singles, and in the first round won. Pretty handily, right? 11. Against one of my friends that's great at singles, like a great 5-0 singles player. Yeah, so this no-name beat him 11. It was like 11-1, 11-1. Okay. And then he goes on to play Rafa Hewitt, who you're like, well, he might do well against him if he's going. To, I know. literally thought, I thought, this guy's going to destroy Rafa. Yeah. I thought that. Yeah. And then, did you say Rafa won? He Rafa won. It was 11-0, 11-0. Yeah. <laughs> There's so no he, comparison. He obviously can play. But I feel like he's one, especially on the single side, that could step up his game. And he could start meddling and meddling often Yeah. if he worked more on the fitness side of things. I just, I guarantee it. Yeah, I guarantee it too. Get himself, 
maybe and maybe he has the money to do it now with whatever he signed get himself a trainer and focus on the fitness side of things i would encourage anyone to do that you can definitely play better singles or doubles those doubles days are long days yeah. long tournament days it's not like those are a walk in the park but anyway it's a challenge to everybody 100 percent to work on that now yes let's talk about being ready for the counterattack. Yeah, so I posted this on Pickleball Playbook the other day, but it kind of went <coughs> viral in a sense for my page. So I got quite a few views on it, tons of comments. And so I was like, let's talk about it today. And so we're going to. But what it is is reading the mind of the opponent when you speed up to them. So you'll make your p- opponent feel like you're reading their mind if you follow this advice that we're about to talk about. So what it is is wherever you speed up, the ball is going to come back in the exact opposite trajectory that you sped it up. So what I mean by that is we typically will want to speed up to the right hip of our opponent because most people are right-handed. So the dominant hip of our opponent. So we speed up to their right hip. And when we do that, we should anticipate that ball coming back neutral to us towards our hip area slash maybe a little bit higher they're not going to be able to put the ball back down lower because it's going to hit it would hit the net if they went down lower right so we should anticipate that ball coming back at the same trajectory ish maybe a little bit higher and on our opposite shoulder because we go their right hip i wish you got whoever's not watching watch this so that I can kind of show you based off of the camera angles. We go to their right hip. They come to our, uh, they're going to go near our left hip slash chest area with their counter on our speed up. So we can anticipate that because of the angle and trajectory of the ball and be ready to swing a two-hander or one-hander or whatever you have, typically a winner based off of that shot. Yeah. And if this, if this seems complicated to you, uh, there's also the simple fact, maybe you maybe you haven't played a lot of pickleball, you're more on a beginner level or intermediate level, and just being ready for the counterattack in general can sometimes be a feat. Like, I'll tell myself to be ready for a counterattack before I go and play, and then when I actually go and I'm in the middle of a game, I feel like I hit a really good attack, and then I forgot to be ready for the counter. So one, first, be ready for the counter, regardless of where it is. But this tip's insane. It works out great you know, most of the time. The odds are in your favor that just be be paying attention to, and, and you should be doing it in drilling too. If it's, if like you said, if you're attacking their right hip, expect the exact opposite to happen on the counter. So be, you can be ready for the counter before it actually happens. And you can see a lot of players on the pro scene that have that figured out. I mean, on on three, let's do this. The first person that comes to mind, and then we'll do the second. Okay, first <laughs> person that comes to mind that can that can read the counter attack. Women or men? Men. Okay, that can read the counter attack super well. J Dub. We didn't say three. Oh my bad. <laughs> but I know that's what you're going to say. Yeah, it was <laughs> for sure. Okay, second one, two, three, ben. and Johns. Okay, now here. Here we go. Wait, I'm not ready. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. I hope we're right. One, two, three. Riley, Riley Newman. 
Let's go. Okay, here comes tricky one. Number, Number four. four. Okay, Ready? wait, give me a second. I've got someone in mind, but I don't think you'll say him. Okay. But let me think of all the pros really quick. Give me one sec. That's ready for a counter. <laughs> Find your inner mm. Jedi. I'm between two. I'm between two. <laughs> okay. Ready? One, two, three. James. Colin Johns. Oh, Colin Johns. Didn't even think of him. <laughs> that player. I don't know. He always comes to mind, too, especially for anyone that's playing yep. on the right side. He's nasty. He's he's ready for a counter that's there. pretty crazy we didn't say him first, honestly. Yeah. Because he'll, he'll dink... He'll, he'll dink cross-court, 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 and his same swing path that almost Never looks down like the line. him is his exact, when he finally does go down the line, you know, one out of his 50 or 100, Literally. it's like, it's the same, it looks like he's going to just dink again, you know, but he is still ready for the counter. And more, more Colin Johns, I guess we shouldn't say counter as much, or I shouldn't say counter as much, he's ready for the attack. Like, he can read the opponents so well. Oh, yeah. Where they're going to attack, when they're going to attack. He jumps. He right reads before. their he reads their backswing. So he'll call the ball out, like, it seems like right as they're hitting it. Before they like, hit. How do you know that it's <laughs> going to be out? So. It's pretty sick. Dang, we were so close. We should have just stuck with our three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I was also thinking three. Julian Arnold. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Who's ready for it? But you know who's who I think is just one of the greatest that I think is underrated. And I don't know why he hasn't meddling. Maybe it's because he hasn't been playing with, you know, like a Riley Newman or better people. Yeah. He's been playing with good people like Julian, but um Thomas Wilson. Uh, he's a beast. I think he He's think underrated. He's way underrated. Yeah. I think that We'll see like a big rise in him. He's MLP for sure, right? Because he can make yeah, he can make it close to the top almost every tournament, regardless of, of who, who he's, he's playing, playing with. with. It doesn't matter who he's playing with, he can make it close. Uh mixed and men's. And he's had that heart stuff going on, but he's all that's all fixed, now. yeah. So he's good to go. Another one too I've always been big on and I haven't given up on is Travis Rettenmeyer. Just watching him. He got bronze in mixed in the last PPA. Yeah. Played lights out, but unfortunately he ran into Ben and Annalee. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's over. There's so, just no nobody that's close to them as a team. It's crazy. Yeah, especially his backhand counter. It's like, just don't go there. Um, yeah, it's sick. But, yeah, being being ready for that counter. What's something we can do, Oz? And I'm I'm legitimately asking for myself to, to train my mind to tell me to just – be ready for the counter, other than just telling myself, be ready for the counter. So you mean by counter, as in they speed it up, or Sorry. you speed it up? I speed it up. You speed it up, and then you're ready for the next one? So yeah. all you have to do is drill it. So it's literally drill, hitting to the same spot. Left hip is a great example. I mean, right hip is a great example. Go to the right hip of your opponent in a drill. Create a drill. Right hip, right hip, right hip, right hip. Notice where the ball is ending up. It'll be on your left side majority of the time. And then memorize that and then get that down a couple hundred times, and then try right shoulder, right shoulder, right shoulder, right shoulder, and do the same exact, continue the same exact process and figure out where that ball is going on you. Because it's going to be different depending on how tall you are, but it's majority of the time going to be in the same, it'll be in the same trajectory as you hit it, the exact opposite trajectory as you hit it. So that's what I'd say is you drill hitting to that spot, You'll see exactly where that ball comes back every time. And then you can time it to where you can do a full motion 
And what I mean by full motion isn't a huge backswing, but where you're getting a ton of power on the ball. So you're doing kind of a smaller backswing, but still swinging all the way through the ball rather than just a, a counter where you're just blocking the ball. Right. And you can finish the point right there, which is what goes on in that video. If you guys go look at Pickleball Playbook, it goes on in that video. It'll be like five days prior to when this comes out. You guys can go look at that and see kind of how it happened. That's just from drilling. I know that that ball is going to come back there majority of the time because they don't, they can't really control it in a different angle, especially at the amateur level. Yeah. No, that's great advice. I, I think the best that I've ever, the most consistent that I've ever been in a tournament, except for maybe the first game of that tournament, was when you and I played in California Mm-hmm. Uh, last year. And I let you down big time. Last summer, I think it was. You played nasty. But the reason was, and, and, and I was playing a lot of right side, is because we were able to drill every day before that. And a lot of those drills were countering the counter, me sliding, and what just actually practicing happened the counter, counter. And then that ended up happening a bunch, a bunch. Mm-hmm. So get out there and drill it. Uh, be ready for the counter of the counter of the counter of the counter. <laughs> just expect the ball to come back. Yeah, it's I a wiffle ball. A lot it's of times, a lot of times we just don't expect the ball to come back, or you you know you play someone that might be a little lower level on another team. And you're like, oh, it's not coming back, and then it comes back, and then you're kicking yourself for not being. Oh, ready it's the for worst, it. and you yeah. literally hit the worst shot you've ever hit in your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the angle of your paddle is straight up and down, and you're just like. It literally goes over the fence. <laughs> like, wow, I'm horrible. Yeah. Just be ready. You know what's awkward is I was watching a pro match. This was two months ago. It was at a MLP, and it was challenger match. There was this girl. She'll remain nameless, but <laughs> it was so cringy. She, she hits a, a shot. It was a two-handed backhand. And, I mean, this shot was a winner. I probably would have cheered too, but she, she hits the shot, and she's like, yeah, and the ball comes back. <laughs> And then she shanks it. Total miss. Like, the cringiest thing I've ever seen. So just be ready. You don't want to go through that. And that's a fault, too. Yeah. Like, And they, and they can call you on that if, you, if you're if you cheering before the point is over or whatever. Because it's not communication with your partner, which is legal. It's, uh, it's also a fault to split step. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened with James Ignatowicz. If you guys haven't seen that, that's the most ridiculous yeah, call. Yeah, I've actually watched that two MLPs ago. The funniest thing to me is, like, you know how people are so competitive. The other team, it was Eric Lang and Elise Jones. Elise and Eric are like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a fault. <laughs> the announcer is like, yeah, that was a fault. La-di-da-di-da. That announcer looks so dumb. Yeah. So Come bad. On. I don't know if she's announced since, whoever it was. You she's like, I saw up it. all day. It was hilarious. It's funny. Hey, I don't want to forget. We're coming out with merch. Uh, oh, yeah. End of this month. Picklehead. So, Picklehead merch. It's going to look sick. It's going to have our logo, which you guys obviously have seen many, many times. But it's going to be a patch, just like Spencer's gearbox, pat, gearbox patch on here. going to be a circle of the actual Picklehead logo. Anyways, it'll look sick. Have that pink, have that black in it, and have some yellow in it for the pickleball. So just look out for that. Yeah. But, yeah, we're starting with hats. We'll have a, a limited amount. We're just kind of going to get a feel for it. We already have a ton of people that have asked about them. So if you guys are interested, shoot us a DM, and we'll save the spot for you. But literally, we've probably had 15 people without us even mentioning that we yeah. have merchandise. 
within the last yeah within the last month or so so but yeah we've placed the order this time so it's not too far out yeah like that's a good idea just shoot us a dm and we'll put your name on a list if you're interested uh so that you can be in line before they're gone just want to get a gauge for for how many we need we're still trying to figure that that part out but yeah happy to get some merch out there uh hope you guys have an awesome well by the time this comes out i hope you will have had an awesome three-day weekend because <laughs> because we will anything else oz i think if there's anything else i wanted to mention i think we got it covered um get out there and drill focus on drilling this week it can really help your game yeah supposedly the app comes out this week so Oh. Literally, that's the deadline is this week, so the drilling app, so that should be fun. Hopefully that happens. <laughs> if you guys um, if you guys are interested in the app and want to have just tons of different drills to do and different trainings, structured trainings, um, shoot me a, D- a DM with your email, and I'll make sure that you get the link. I've already had over 300 people shoot me their email, so if you guys are interested in that, I can send you the link. There's a free version. Um and then there's a paid for version. So paid for version is obviously better, but the free version is still pretty dang sick. And there's some free drills in there that you guys can do. So yeah, just shoot me a DM or shoot us a DM of your email for that as well. Yeah. It's just super cool that you don't have to, this, this makes it so you don't have to hire a coach. You don't have to sit there and think about it. Like, what should I drill? How do I get better? Uh, you know, it's there for you to, yeah. to pick from. And you have it in your pocket, and you can. So, yeah, I'm excited for that to come out too. I'll be using it also. Heck yeah, yeah. So it's literally you get on the app, and then for that week, there's new drills for you to do, in the four categories of you can work on your drops, your drives, your volleys, or your dinks. And then there will be three different drills. One drill would just be strictly cooperative, meaning you're just trying to get it. A, t- a ton in in a row warming it up the next one's cooperative competitive so you're working with your partner to get a certain amount in a row of whatever the drill is and then the last one's competitive so it's going to be more of a game type get you guys feeling the tournament pressure um yeah just really help you guys to improve your game so i'm excited about it so we'll see if it actually comes out this week but either way send us your email and we'll get it sent to you but we appreciate you guys chilling with us and uh it's been fun. It's so much better to be together. I know. Spencer needs to move from, from hell, from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do this more often. We'll get together more yeah. often. Yeah, we really should. Um, so I am going to click this button. <laughs> 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 we'll see you guys on the next one. Later, Pickleheads. Later, Pickleheads.